Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformational coach, your health strategist and internationally published author. I've been taking your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. You can probably tell I'm outside. It's spring here in Australia, you wouldn't know it, it's freezing cold and it's morning I thought I'd get out for a a nice brisk walk before I get back into my day. I've already been working with some clients this morning and thought it's that we've had some really hard problems at the wind. I'll try and shield the microphone. Uh, we've had a tremendous amount of rainfall here recently and it's prompting uh, my topic today, which is about planning for disaster, planning for some worst case outcomes and how we go about it. And uh, I'll come back to the rainfall in a moment and what what it means. Uh, But think about COVID. Imagine if you had the crystal ball and you knew that COVID was coming. Uh, You're sitting there in 2000 and, uh, or certainly here in Australia, say 2020, maybe go back even 2019, so here is, I think, the 23rd of March, 2020, uh, things got locked down. We could tell it was coming um, because it was obviously in the media. So maybe if you went back pre any cases in the world being identified, but you had the crystal ball and knew it was coming, would you do anything differently? Like, what would you have done? Do you think, well, yes, I would have... Uh, what would you have done? Stocked up on masks? Stocked up on sanitizer? Remember at the time, certainly here, masks were a real shortage. We couldn't get hold of them. I remember actually standing in the line when they first uh, announced the lockdown, standing in the line at the chemist uh, looking to get a box of, because that's uh, the only way they sold them, getting a box of masks and they were limiting There was a line waiting for people to get masks. Uh, there was a shortage in sanitizer. The price of sanitizer just went through the roof here. It was crazy how much it was, and now practically giving it away. Uh, what would you have done differently in a business perspective? And I, I think it's yeah, well hard to, to pivot. I suppose. I guess. Um, you know, when you, you don't exactly know the impact that's going to have. You had that crystal ball, what would you have done? Well, I probably would have uh, bought shares in Zoom. Uh, I know it's a publicly listed company, but uh, they went from where they were to billionaires overnight. <coughs> Maybe uh, it would be looking at uh, the different ways that you're providing services and, and moving more of your things online. So when it was when uh, it hit full time, you can just switch the services over or start integrating those now so it was, it was more seamless for people. I, mean, I was pretty adaptable at the time that it had uh, happened, but I guess the reality is until something hits in its full strength, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, if I think about going back to the, the water situation here, so we are heading into our third in a row, La Nina, 
weather pattern, which means are, th are three larger than uh, normal rainfall periods uh, for us. So we've already had a lot of flooding here in Australia, mainly in the, the northern states from here. We've had some here in Victoria, but it's mainly been in uh, Queensland and New South Wales, it's been hit really badly. Uh, there's flooding again right now as we speak, and they're predicting that over, uh, this will be the wettest summer that we've had in some time. And so I've often said on these podcasts that I feel like we're living in a period of time that's very unique and that history is repeating itself, whether it be, uh, my feeling is that we're headed for war and that there'll be a third world war. Uh, I predicted that there'd be some war this year. If you go back and listen to my podcast, I thought it would be China, Taiwan type situation. Um, I still believe that that is going to happen at some point. The question is, when will that be? Uh, it's just a matter of when they want to do it rather than if it's going to happen, they will definitely do it. And uh, I've just had this sense that we're living through these really unique times. Um, you know, I think the Spanish flu ending 1918, 1919, etc. COVID coming to an end, what it meant for the economy back then, what it's meaning for us now, the artificial money that's in the, you know, in the uh, economy, uh, the, the impact on just those macroeconomic indicators. So our interest rates, our inflation levels, unemployment rates, etc., etc., And uh, we have here the lowest unemployment rate since the 1970s. And surprise, surprise, the last time we had three uh, La Nina uh, weather impacts in a row was in the 1970s. So isn't that interesting? So some 50 years ago, uh, but it's happening. Again, people say, oh, it's global warming, etc. Well, it happened 50 years ago as well. And that was our wettest period of time, which means that we're heading in now to uh, probably our wettest summer in some time. Now, we've had a very, very wet winter here just over the, the weekend. We had a lot of rain here. And the area where I live, we only need something like 100 millimetres, so 10 centimetres of rain, which is, uh, what, four inches of rain if you're living internationally and it will flood here. Like it'll just, we can't cope with it. The gutter system, the drainage system, can't cope with it. And so everything's already very, very wet. And so what do we do? So I've got a client who's an insurance broker and he reckons that, uh, yeah, based on the weather patterns and the information that he sees that we're in for a very, very wet time. And so what do you do? Yes, if you had a crystal ball to look further down the track, but you know that it's, it's already wet. Like I'm walking out here now, everything is sodden. There's no you know, flooding or anything at the moment. Uh, but we've got rain every day this week. It's already rained, uh, thanks Sue. It's already rained a little bit on me as I'm out here walking. But what do you do? I live in a double story house. So, you know, if it's a it's a life death scenario like I can go upstairs and climb up onto the roof and do all that kind of stuff but uh, what do you do 
to protect uh, your assets and everything on the, the lower floors. Well, the bottom line is sandbags. So do you start accumulating sandbags now? You start doing that, like putting them down the side of your house, I'm gonna to come to you, you barricade up the windows, etc., etc. Or do you just hope for the best that it's not gonna be that way? Um, <clears throat> don't know, having a look at the lie of the land, the, it probably needs to raise 50 centimetres or more above my roadway to get into uh, my windows, to get under my door. Uh, but is, is that a likely scenario? The water, I think the way that they've designed the, the streets and everything will go from sort of left to right of my house and as I'm standing in the house, looking out to the road, I've got uh, drains at the front of my place. Uh, do they get blocked and overcome? I don't know. I've got... Uh, I do actually have some, um, some sandbags that are used for uh, the exercises that I do with people, sometimes groups, like things that you might have seen them, they've got handles, you can throw them, throw them about, lift them up and down and stuff. Um, you know, worst case scenario, I could use some of those to try and block uh, some of the rainfall in. But it's just, it's just interesting, interesting thought process. Obviously, if you knew that it was going to be a complete disaster and we're going to get an absolutely massive uh, you know, flood experience here and it would cost uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage and, and so forth, if you knew that now, then you'd probably say, well, I'm going to start going out and getting uh, sandbags. Um, somebody told me that the price of, because of what may happen, the price of sand has just gone up astronomically. It's like crazy, just profiteering in the in the light of something potentially happening. And so, if you went back to that, uh, you know, the COVID situation, and and saying that, well, this is what is going to happen. I'm sure there would be, myself included, potentially, saying that, well, well, that's not going to happen. You know, it's not going to get that bad. They're not going to lock down the whole globe. That's just silly. They would never do that. And yet, that's what happened. So, it's just a question of, I guess, planning and preparing and how far you're prepared to go. At this point, I've got some sandbags. Would I start stockpiling more so that if... The, the crap hits the fan, I'm prepared. Uh, yeah, I thought about that. I've got a spot down the side of my house where I could stock them and you think, well, how many do you get? Do you get one layer? Because that will give you an extra, you know, X number of centimetres uh, to, you know, protect your house or, you know, the water's still going to get in anyway through the sandbag. So does that really, really help? Uh, it's an interesting question. It really is. I think what they do is they line, they line plastic along the building, and then they put the sandbags on top of that to hold the, you know, the plastic down and so forth. Um, yeah, don't know. 
I think I'm just going to settle with the ones that I've got for now. Um, but the problem is, if there then becomes, a, a, you know, the waters are rising, then you've got all of a sudden got ten, not thousands of, of households in your area trying to get sand and trying to get hessian bags and uh, trying to fill them to protect themselves. And I got thinking, oh, so imagine you're the only house that's like that in the street. Uh, people come and steal your stuff so that they can use them. Uh, or you just keep your fingers crossed and hope that we get some breaks in the weather like we are today to give the water enough time to kind of run off somewhere into the paddocks and, and stuff and put less pressure on the, the drainage system to give it a, a little bit of a reprieve. Uh, we're fortunate here where we don't get that constant, constant heavy, heavy rain that comes in in bursts for us here. And then you think about your business and what the disruption uh, would be and then you go back to that COVID scenario. But then if everybody in your community, for instance, has been flooded, uh, then are people really going to be interested in um, you know, looking after their health and wellness and, and that kind of stuff because people are in panic mode, people are in crisis mode. And it's one of the first things that people say, well, no, I can, I can forget this now, don't have to worry about this. And you just move into that, that different, different mode. So it certainly is a really interesting time. I mean, if there wasn't enough uh, tension on the households, and I realise that I'm probably a forward-thinking person and that most people aren't thinking about, oh gosh, flooding, uh, that kind of stuff. They just live day by day. Uh, but you know, when you're, you're looking ahead and you're looking at patterns and looking at numbers and stuff and understanding that, well, okay, there's a real risk this summer that we could be in for some strife here. At least when it gets a lot warmer, that does help dry everything out a bit more. It's very cold uh, right now. Um, so nothing's dry, drying out. So I walk past these massive puddles in this, this park. Uh, so planning is such a, a critical aspect to uh, success. And sometimes uh, business continuity, disaster recovery, uh, needs to form part of your business model for sure. And what happens if, if things go really bad for you? What if there is a flood? What if there is a fire? Are you adequately insured for these things? Um, uh, like for me to get flood insurance uh, for my home, I don't even know what it would be. To be honest, uh, it would be potentially thousands and thousands of dollars. But is it worth it? If like, would you pay ten thousand dollars if it was going to cost you fifty? Well, of course you would. Um, so. Um, currently, I don't have that, that flood insurance. You have flood insurance if the rain comes down, not if it comes up, if that makes sense, up off the, out of the rivers and that kind of stuff. I have a creek not that far from, from where I am. I need a lot of rain to get in there for that to flood and cause us an issue, but that's what I'm talking about. These uh, once in, we've already had one in this area and 
the last hundred years, it was back in 2006, but we're having more unpredictable weather patterns and, and so forth, so you just don't know what's happening, what's coming, it's possible. This is very uncertain times, very unpredictable, but it teaches us to also be adaptable. And I think in preparing yourself for anything that comes your way, which is, you know, we're not Nostradamus, we can't predict what's going to happen. We just have to keep practicing our adaptability. So no matter what happens, you can adapt to it and you can still succeed. And I guess that's the point of all of this. We're not going to know what's happened. We don't have a crystal ball. As much as we can analyse numbers and look at things, we can think, oh, the pattern is showing this. Therefore, that means that this is going to happen. No one was going to predict COVID uh, or the impact that it was going to have or the way that people would recover and the economic impact and so forth. No one was going to, to do all those things. But those people that have um, truly been... Uh, successful and thrived in this environment have been the ones that have learned to be adaptable and kept on practicing and implementing every single day and if you continue to do that it doesn't matter what comes your way you'll be successful no matter what and so that's the message I'm going to leave you with today there's always going to be something thrown at you but if you're adaptable you'll come out on top so you can connect with me. You can go to mentaltoughnessonbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation there. I'd love to connect with you and help you get the best out of yourself, get the best results possible for you this year. Stay safe, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.